Perak Yud Mishnah Ches. Hagonev Tlat Mena Eder, one who steals a Tlat, a sheep, from the pen. It was notified to the owners that the tla, the sheep, was stolen. And then the Ganav returns the tla to the aid, to the pen, without notifying the owners that it was returned. And now the tla died or got stolen, you know, a few days later or whatever. The Ganav is responsible. He has to take Achrayas. Since the owners did not know that the tla was returned, that's not deemed a proper hashava, proper returning. It's still deemed in the domain of the ganav, and therefore he has to take responsibility and now pay for the tla that died or that got stolen later on. Another case, what happens if the owners did not know that it was stolen, and they, they, and they did not know that it was returned? And then after the Ganav returned this tla, the owners counted the, his, his sheep, and he found that you know, his aid of the pen is all there, all the sheep are there, the, the numbers are complete. He had a hundred, he still has a hundred, and then afterwards, the tla dies or gets stolen. In this scenario, Potter, the Ganav, would be exempt from taking responsibility. Why? Since the owners did not know that it was stolen to begin with, and the owners went ahead and counted his sheep. He found that his pen was complete, all the sheep were there. So we deem it we deem it when the God have returned to the sheep, they did a complete returning. However, if the owners knew about the Ganeva, they knew it was stolen, even though the owners counted the sheep, after the sheep was returned, as long as the Ganev did not notify the owners on the returning of the tla, on the returning of the sheep, the Ganev would be chayev to take a chayev, to take responsibility, and something would happen to the tla. Now this is the Pashup shot of the Mishnah. This is how Rav in the Gemara explains our Mishnah, as well as the Me'iri, the Mepharish and Me'iri, explains our Mishnah. However, the Kati brings down here, it's Kedai to see, that Pirushay who Kepshuta Shal Mishnah, this is the Pashup shot, that the Halacha does not follow like this. Rather, it follows like Rev Chista, that holds, Shim Yadu HaBailam Begnevas HaTzla, if the owners knew the Tzla was stolen. Even though the owner, the owner does not know that it was returned, nevertheless, the owner counted his sheep and found that his pen was complete. So then, that God would actually be exempt from paying if the tla were to die or get stolen afterwards. So if the owners did not know that it was stolen to begin with, even though the owner counted the sheep after it was returned, as long as the owner was not notified on the Geneva and on the Chazar, on the returning, so the Ganav would be chayv in responsibility if anything happened to the Tla. The time what's the reason of Chesta? Let's say, since once the Tla is stolen, now it's, it's taught to go out of its pen. Now it's got this, you know, training that, oh, look, I can leave my pen. Therefore, it needs even more security on that sheep. Since the owner did not know that it was stolen, so he wasn't worried to put any extra effort into watching his pen because he thinks they're all just regular sheep. He doesn't know that one of them was stolen and one of them now has this training to leave the pen. 
that in Tushak Ghana was the Ghana that caused this tla to die or to get stolen. Therefore, the Ghana will be high up to pay. However, if the owners know about the Ghana, even though they may not know it was returned, as long as they counted, as long as the owner of Manu Asatson counted the sheep and found that his tla was returned, so now the owner knows that one of these sheep are going to be Lamud Latses, are learned to leave the pen now. And the owner should know now to provide a, more of a security for his pen. And if the owner is not careful now, and the tla were to die or get stolen, then the owner caused his own loss, quote-unquote. And the Ghana would actually be exempt in this scenario. So from here, the most mafarshim they explain our mission like of Chista as the chasui mechsra, as if it's like missing words. And they read it like this. The one who steals a tlaf from the pen, and returns it, and it gets, it gets uh, stolen or, 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 or dies. So the God of Chayv to take a chariot, take responsibility. That's whether the owners counted the sheep, whether the owners did not count the sheep. But the owners did not know, not in the Geneva, nor in the Chazar, nor in the returning. However, if the owners knew about the Geneva, he counted the sheep and found that it was complete, so then part of the Ganev would be Pator. So, so basically, to wrap it up, they bring down here a Sikum of the two opinions. Rav's going to hold Ledas Tsarechdas, meaning, if the owners know it was stolen, the Ganev ain't a Ganev Pator, the Ganev is not exempt from taking responsibility until he, knows, until he notifies the owner that it was returned. Uh, whereas Shaloladas Minyan Pater, if the owners did not know about the Geneva, so if the owners counted their pen, then the Ghana would be Pater, something would happen to it afterwards. That's going to be the opinion of Rav. Whereas with Chista, who will pass like Lahalacha, he's going to hold Ladas Minyan Pater, Shaloladas Tsarachdas, meaning if the owners do not know about the Geneva, so the fact in a Minyan Pater, the fact that the owner counted it afterwards, it's not going to help. The Ghana still takes responsibility. The God of has to notify the uh, owner. If he doesn't, he'll have to take responsibility. So that the owner knows to guard it properly, like we explained earlier. So this is the two opinions, Rav and Rav Chista, and Allah follows like Rav Chista. Mishnah Tess. One cannot purchase from a shepherd wool, milk, or gedim, or goats. Why? Unless the shepherd stole it from the sheep of the Baal of the owner that they're watching it for. Nor can one buy uh, fruit. From those that guard the orchards and the, and the, and the uh, fields of fruit. One cannot buy wood nor fruit from the same concern, unless they stole it from their owners that they're watching it for. One can buy from women woolen garments in Yehuda, Pishon's flax garments in the Galil, and calves in the Sharon. Why she came be Yehuda in Yehuda, the Nashim would make these garments of wool. In the Galil, they make these garments of uh, Pishtan. Umochusasan, they sold it, Ladas Baalim, with their husband's consent. The Chen Sotu and Sharon, the women would raise calves and they would sell them with their husband's consent. Therefore, that would be okay. However, Vikulan Sha'amrullah Hathbin, in any of these scenarios, well, specifically Vikul Osan Hanashim, all these women. Shemochus, that they're selling the woolen garments in Yehuda, the, flat, the flax garments in the Galil, the calves in Sharon. If they tell the buyers, 
um, if they tell the buyers, Yastiru Mashakani, hide what you're buying from me. So then, it's forbidden to buy from them, because then there's a chazaka, it must be that it's stolen. And the Mishnah concludes it's permitted to purchase baits and eggs and the chickens, in any place, from any person, and there's no concern that they were stolen. Uh, however, so too, even in the eggs and in the chickens, if the seller tells the buyer, hey, hide it, so then of course it'd be forbidden for you to buy it, because then obviously it's a stolen item.